greater than but I believe that, as a species, human beings define their reality through suffering and misery. The perfect world was a dream that your primitive cerebrum kept trying to wake up from. Greater than. Greater than Wachowski, Lana, and Lily Wachowski. The Matrix. Warner Brothers, 1999. Try to imagine what a perfect world would look like to you. This is probably the closest you could get to it and all that it will be. I am not saying a perfect world will never exist in some form or another, however, to humans, things are only perfect because they are imaginary. It's true, there is something deeply unsettling about an actualized perfection, we've spent days and nights imagining and reimagining what it would be like that it is, unconsciously, forever entrenched in, dependent on and also limited to our imagination. Perfection is so detached from reality that, even if it is successfully executed, one might actually be revolted by its unholiness sharing the same sphere with us. It's wicked, it's wrongfully good while we are in denial, in disbelief. Apparently, we are never ambitious enough to even come close to fantasizing about that possibility coming true, or maybe we know ourselves too well to overstep the bounds that preserves its beauty. Be careful what you wish for. Being as desperate as we are to draw a solid line between perfection and reality, a lot of the times, even differentiations are maneuvered to defend such belief system. We are convinced that if certain things are different, our lives would be perfect. While there is nothing wrong thinking that way, the problem begins when we are stuck in that mentality no matter how many times things have, as we wished, changed. Therefore, it is always the unalterable and inextricable present that is solely responsible for all our miseries and its derivatives, the past and future, which proved or allowed difference, that we tend to adore. To be fair, it's the past and future we've never lived. We recollected slash reimagined the past by pouring our memories through a fine sieve and future is just a projection of our current state of mind, even reality is manipulated to serve such mindset of ours on demand. So, if it is really difference that we crave, then why is it also difference that teaches us about insatiability? I am starting to think it has nothing to do with difference, literally. It's our humanly perception, interpretation, the conclusions, and, unfortunately, rude awakening that we have come to from the differences, both big and small, we realistically tried to make. We inevitably find ourselves back at that familiar place of doubt, frustration and dullness, it's like destiny, inescapable, irrevocable and never just fully accepted or rejected. Imagination is an ultimate form of resistance, we choose to believe in something else too, and that is, though it may not be perfect now, it certainly has been and or will be, again. Yes, it is our destiny to be forever deprived of a sense of lasting fulfillment. Humans exhaust all existing things that are good for us. As if we foresee how it always ends too, with desensitization eventually calling the time of death on what no longer matters, and us glomming on to the next striking stimulation, we take all we can while we can. I never know the true motive behind people who ask, what would you do if you achieved your dream tomorrow? However, if I were to answer this question truthfully, I would bluntly say, I don't know. Isn't it a dream's duty to be everlasting? Doesn't it require a person's lifelong dedication? What's the point of a dream if something else could easily take its place? Who would have even thought there's the need to think about what comes after? Are you trying to tell me this whole idea of a dream a mere scam? The whole proposal of it is misguided and we are ill-advised? Or is this another great invention of our imagination that exists to protect our fragile worldview? After all, who would dare to undermine something as hopeful as a dream? What we, as humans, have really come to is a point where the self-reflective question, what more do we want? Must be asked. The world is revolving around us and playing by the rules we've made, isn't that enough? Shouldn't that be enough? They say it's ambition, I say it's all-consuming greed, or maybe it's another futile attempt to tell the diff, rebrand, repackage, 
re-advertise, and yet businesses still dare say they are sly. If anything, we should be amazed by the mind's inimitable craftsmanship on our perceived world. It's as if it's tailor-made for our belief system. Nevertheless, even though we can't, by our nature, accept that perfection is right under our nose, I'm still holding out hope that we, by both our own and others' experience, can come to the realization that, though this might not be all that we want yet, it still might be all that we miss one day. Greater than and, of course, stability isn't nearly so spectacular as instability. And being contented has none of the picturesqueness of a struggle with temptation, or a fatal overthrow by passion or doubt. Happiness is never grand. Greater than. Greater than Huxley, Aldous. Brave New World, 1932. London, Vintage, 1998.